The Tea Health Show is brought to you by Sulal. Mind, body, Sulal. Good morning, I'm Dr. Mark. This is the Tea Health Show. And um, today we're going to talk about the Sulal skincare range. And we've invited Annalise Arbery, the key accounts manager for, for the Sulal skincare range, to join us in studio. And um, Annalise, uh, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Doc. Thanks for having me. Lovely it's to be here. It's such a pleasure. As always, my lovely uh, producer, Simpiwe, and um, one of our other team members, Stacey Holland, will be joining us in a second. Load shedding is playing havoc with the uh, traffic lights in Santon. Okie dokie. Annelise, um, Sulal has been around for a very, very long time. Most people know it as... Um, a nutraceutical, in other words, tablets and stuff that you take, um, it's distinct. It fills a whole shelf in most of your retail pharmacies mm-hmm. and in your um, pick and pays and clicks and all of those kind of places. But what a lot of people don't know is that Sulal has a skincare range. Um, I've been privileged enough to be involved to a degree in the uh, manufacturing and planning of this wonderful, wonderful range with a dear friend of mine, Vanessa Krugel. But do you want to give us some, a little bit of background about how this range came about? Yeah, so, Doug, as you mentioned, it's been around for quite a few years, um, contains amazing ingredients. And what I do love about the range is the simplicity. So a lot of people don't know that the range is so versatile. It's got many uses. For example, if you take our cleanser, it serves as a toner as well. So it's one product with multiple benefits. And that's really what I do love about the brand is that for those clients that have minimal time when it comes to skincare, but they want to see the results, but they don't like, as I always say, to add the lotions and the potions. Mm. You've got a range with amazing benefits and very unique, and it's quite a small range. It only consists of 10 products, and you can literally adjust it according to your skin needs and concerns. I, uh, what I love about the range is the price point. Correct. I have to be honest, this range um, for what you get out of each product um, is phenomenal. Um, uh, to give you an idea, Simpiwe, mm-hmm. um, when this range was formulated, uh, the people that sat behind it gave um, a, a unlimited budget to the development of this range. Okay. And the active ingredients that, that is in the solo range, specifically in one of the creams, and way back when this product was called Le Bomb because it was the bomb. It mm-hmm. was absolutely amazing. Um, and um, the amount of active ingredients was higher and more concentrated than you found in the top of the ranges in La Mer, La Prairie, um, and the price point where you pay 6,000 Rand for a La Mer cream. Um, at that point in time, if I'm not mistaken, the cost was about six or 700 bucks for the top of the range in the solo 
Southern Skincare Range. So really, it's a phenomenal cream. Morning, Stace. Hi. How are we doing? I'm, you know what? Welcome. Uh, you <laughs> haven't morning. been to the studio. <laughs> In a long... No, um, it's the first time I've been here, actually. One, it's yeah. so pretty. I love it. What a nice place to do a podcast from. Yeah, absolutely. I think I might so, not leave. <laughs> um, Stace, we are talking with Annelise Arbery. Um I haven't met Annalise yet, so I know her name. So, Annalise is the account manager for uh, Salal Skincare Range. Yes. Okay. So, Annalise, you said that there's 10 products in the range. Now, 10 products sounds daunting for a person that actually doesn't know which they have to take. It's actually nice, though, that you've got 10 because, oh, by the way, when my mom heard that I'm chatting to you today – because you guys sent me a package, I think it was like two years ago. She is in love. Oh, so she's stuff. like, um, hello, please make sure that they send me another package. I was like, yes, your mom, really? Like, yeah, no, you know, she when, loves your um, serums. And, yeah. and she said, actually, now that you mentioned the 10, it's easy. It's like she just finds it easy. simple, easy to use. She knows exactly what she needs to use, not all like 100. Yeah, type of product, mm, you, you know, know. But because it is difficult yeah. to decide what skin condition I have to use yes. what for and which one comes first and which one comes second. And, and how do you know you can trust it as well? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, okay, so for us in the aesthetic industry, um, we have skincare range and what you do is you, you cleanse. Cleanse, correct. You need to moisturize, you mm-hmm. need to protect, mm-hmm. and that's the, the sum of it. Now, now you can start treating specific conditions, and this is where you're now starting adding serums and treatments and blah, 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 mm. blah. So let's start with the basic ones. Correct. Um, let's start with the cleanser. Um, so be good you, question. What yes. what do you look for in a good cleanser? Mm, it's a great question. You always want to make sure that your cleanser does not contain harsh ingredients. I've listened to one of Doc's previous podcasts when they have spoke about the difference between your cosmetics and your cosmeceuticals. Ah, that was the one mm-hmm. that we did with Evolution Cosmetics. Mm. Yeah, and very important. A lot of what I found being in this industry for also quite some time is that clients tend to think if they've got an oily skin, they need something. That's going to remove the oiliness. Mm-hmm. So they tend to go for water. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, very important about a cleanser is afterwards, your skin should not feel tight and dry after. No, it shouldn't, uh, you know, with that thing about squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Get rid is, of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For your guest. It's a little bit <laughs> rough. Yeah. Okay. So the moment that your skin does not feel that tight and drying effect afterwards, you know that you're on the right path. So very importantly for us is our cleanser is also pH balanced. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the most important, important, important things. factors. What we need to remember is that our skin is slightly more acidic. Mm-hmm. Um, no, sorry. Need, yeah, our it skin is, is it slightly is. more acidic. Yes. Um, and what a lot of cleansers do is soaps are alkaline. Mm-hmm. And that changes the pH of your skin, which mm-hmm. changes the organisms that live there. And, um, Sampiwi, you might be a little bit young, but in our day. <laughs> the Dove ad. <laughs> in, in our day, 
you know what you had a cleanser and it needed to be followed by a toner which was basically some kind of astringent alcohol based acid mm. to change the pH back and all of us that had acne were <laughs> alcoholing yeah, the, the crap skin. out of yeah. our face and then so, it was making it worse yeah, exactly absolutely. can i just add that's mm. an important point is from a gut perspective because we always talk about the microbiome in our gut but we have microbiomes in our eyes in our mouth and on our skin mm. and many 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 people that come to me for skin conditions this one thing changes it because they do think um, in fact we had a, a patient yesterday that's like they've been told they're too acidic there are various parts of our bodies that need to be alkaline and there are various parts of our bodies that need to be acidic and when the skin is more acidic you find that people with acne start realizing that their skin gets better and this pursuit of making it more alkaline is what is making the acne or the eczema worse. worse. And so yeah. it is a, it's a delicate balance and it's actually a paradigm shift that people need to apply to their skin and to their lives as well. Definitely. So one of the things that I love and Stefan only uses the solar cleanser. Really? Yeah. He, but yeah. it is, it's a, it's a nice right. one. Yeah. It is a nice one. I yeah. have four different cleansers. <laughs> you and I have in my shower. <laughs> um, and, because I like a little bit of that, mm, the, the smell of this, so, the smell and, of and that. Stefan refused to use them. He only uses the Sulal cleanser. Okay. Because it really makes your skin yeah. lovely. It's foaming. Yes, it's, it is lovely. It, it smells <laughs> nice. It's gentle. Mm. Very um, gentle. So, <clears throat> Annalise, is there anything in this cleanser that makes it stand out? Yes, it's definitely our <laughs> hyaluronic acid, which <laughs> For me, it's phenomenal because it literally. So the cleanser contains. Oh yeah. yes, the whole range is yes, based, the whole on range. <laughs> based on I, I remember now. So it's literally your skin becomes like this sponge where it absorbs all the moisture. So that plumpness, volume, and luminosity is still there mm. after you've cleansed, which mm. is. It it's doesn't go grey and ashen. You know, but you strip so much of the natural good oils yeah. uh, that your skin goes. Dull. It took me like three years to learn how to say hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic <laughs> 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 acid. <laughs> but it's um it's an ingredient that's gained a lot of traction in I would say mm. the last five years only, and like in the last two years and more people know about it. But I mean it's been around for ages in in good ranges. Why do you think it's it's just gained popularity in the last couple of years? Is there more science behind it? Are we finally starting to see that it really is the one of the star ingredients that works? What, what, what is the situation there? For me, I do think if you look at technology, we've come a long way with mm. regards to skin ingredients. And mm. even if you look at television advertisements, yes, these celebrities <clears throat> are all talking about hyaluronic acid. So that's mm. – yeah, it's amazing to know that we still – the leaders and trend-setting innovators when it comes to skincare and following the trends and, of course, also looking at the market needs, what the clients want. Mm. To make sure okay. that we can give it so to them. So let me explain to you what hyaluronic acid does and the importance of hyaluronic acid. So if we look at the skin, it's made up of collagen, okay, okay. and that comes from fibroblasts, and it makes up about 70 to 80% of, of the skin it can. And some, as you were younger, it may even mm -hmm. a little bit more. And then you have your extracellular matrix. This is basically the stuff that fills in between the cells. And that's made up of hyaluronic acid or hyaluronic acid plays 
a very or is a very big um, component into that. And what hyaluronic acid does is hyaluronic acid traps water. So for people with dehydrated mm-hmm. skin, it's because they don't have sufficient hyaluronic acid so that the skin can hold on to water. And they say, yeah, but I'm drinking a lot of mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. But it's because they depleted in hyaluronic acid, mm-hmm. which means that your extracellular matrix is depleted. Mm-hmm. And then the skin becomes thinner, crepey, dry, sensitive, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So um, the next product in the range is the, is the normal moisturizers. And yes. again, um, you know what, the Sulal range was formulated on hyaluronic acid and getting mm-hmm. hyaluronic acid through the barrier of the skin where it's needed. But you guys have two different moisturizers. That's and correct. again, the old ones, do you remember them? Stacy was Le Balm and Le Balm Light. Mm. Oh my God, mm. it's the most phenomenal moisturizer yeah. Yeah. that I've used. Um, Definitely one of my top five. I actually, I haven't used the range in about, I think now it's going on three years. So I know you guys have updated it a lot. Yes. Um, a, a bit of a packaging change. Yes. Name and it's a beautiful yes. packaging change, a lot sleeker. Um, yeah, but I, I actually haven't tried any of the newer ones, but I remember those ones that you, you know, mm. that you mentioned. Mm. Just a nice feel on the skin as well. When it comes to a moisturizer, and I think, I don't know if we, we touched on this ever, um, Someone like me who's grown up with oily skin, a lifesaver was learning the difference between dehydrated and, and dry. dry because often you think your skin is dry and then you use products for di- dry skin. And then you still end up with that oily tea patch. You still end up with mm. breakouts because you didn't realize that your skin is actually just dehydrated. dehydrated. And it and it's it's confusing, but it makes a lot of sense when we go into it. Maybe if we can just touch on that. No, so if you look at your, your dry skin, you've got the dry patches all over. So that's usually because your skin lacks the sebum or oil. And with dehydration, that is actually called like a skin condition mm. where your skin lacks, as we spoke about, mm. the hydration. Yeah. So there it, for clients, it does become a little bit difficult as to which moisturizer should they then choose. So for us, we've got our replenishing moisturizer that's Amazing for your combination, oily and sensitive skin. Everyone can use yeah, that. Everyone can <laughs> use that. I, I can tell you that in summer, for guys and girls Both, with yes. a fairly normal skin, this is a phenomenally mm. beautiful product to use without mm. creating shine and oil mm. and mm. Um, uh, the replenishing moisturizer. It's really amazing. Mm. For yeah. summer, it's great. For older skin, we move on to the next one. Mm. Yes, so the feeling for your more mature skin that mm. tends to be a little bit more dryish, there you would then go for your intense replenishing moisturizer. So again, both of the moisturizers contain the hyaluronic acid, mm. but in your intense, you've got an added peptide that really focuses on preserving and maintaining that youthfulness of the skin. And with your replenishing, you work on rejuvenation. So making sure that, again, you focus on skin barrier and the health of the skin. Yeah, you know, but I used, um, I prescribed the Solal range, and I still do in my practice, um, especially for patients with compromised barrier function. Yes. Mm. 
because it it the ingredients that is in the product does not aggravate existing conditions, but they really do work well mm. on the compromised barrier Spires. function. This is mm. patients with eczema. Yeah. Like me, that who get eczema on their face mm. as well, yeah, which is yeah, one of the yeah. most annoying things because even, I mean, I've, I've used many products and I still continue to try products as well. Um, because sometimes even products that are meant to be used to maintain or protect barrier function still aggravate your skin. And I suppose it's because we're all so unique, mm. but to find something that does feel comfortable mm. and nourishing and just soothing. Um, hasn't been as easy. I don't know mm. if there are people out there listening and they've tried it as well. So try it and see because that's, exactly. it's such a good test because if it works on your face, it will, I, I end up using it. On your body. Quick question with moisturizer. Um, how important is it to moisturize? Cause in the office, we kind of have a running joke that there are people that do not moisturize and do not see the importance of it. And then there's others who are Simply just like, we look at me. I'm 72 <laughs> years this is old. I have, been, <laughs> I have been moisturizing for 50 years. Um, you know, I defy you to tell me that moisturizing has no role. To but play. I think it's a good point because yes. I know of um, some, some plastic surgeons, dermatologists that are sort of believe in this. Um, let the skin breathe, let the skin's levels of sebum get to their natural sort of, you know, state and that we over moisturize. Um, yeah, what? So I, I, I get <laughs> where, I, I shaking get, heads. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and this actually speaks to project choice. Okay. Um, if, if you use, the wrong product. product. If mm-hmm. I was to put Vaseline on my on my skin, yeah, mm-hmm. or a very very rich moisturizer, which is formulated for a um, sun damaged mm. older skin, mm. um, I'm going to create a problem. Mm. So it really it's important to be able to. Pick the correct product. And this is what makes cosmetics so incredibly difficult. Yeah. I don't mm. know. Mm. Um, you know what? I loved going into Red Square mm. when it was still <laughs> Red Square. Now it's this cocky little thing. <laughs> um, but when, when you walked into a Red Square and you were confronted from Lancôme to mm. Revlon to Estee Lauder yeah. to, uh, Mm, Clarence and Dermalogica and oh my god and every single one of them has 20 different ones yeah. uh, how do you pick and which one is correct and then you have a cosmetic uh, counter attendant that uh, think that they can do a skin analysis for you by looking at looking at your face yeah. or you need that and you, uh, you know that doesn't work we've progressed yeah. beyond that yeah. mm. today but then how does someone make a choice? Is it going to – the same way we, we talk about diet and nutrition mm-hmm. and health in general, mm-hmm. are they finding a good so, esthetician or cosmetologist or how, like how does it work? Or should work we just nowadays? go to TikTok and see influencers? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this is an important thing because – No, definitely uh, not. Yeah, so, people are um, doing that. Stace, I think before we we choose or advise how to choose a product mm. – Let's do 
the skincare routine. So we said we cleanse, okay. we moisturize. Now we need to protect. Mm-hmm. Now I do know, and I loved that sunscreen. I used it when I play sports for one simple reason. It didn't um, bleed into my eyes and cause mm. burning eyes. Mm. So um, Solal, still quite a good sunscreen? Definitely, because what I love about it is that it has a mattifying effect. So specifically, again, for those oily clients that don't want to have excess shine, it gives it that effect. And also you can use it as a base before the application of your 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 makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And the top of this product for me is the fact that you've got broad spectrum protection when it comes to your UV rays as well as your blue light. And that's something that we are exposed to on a All daily basis. In your office. In your office. With no windows, you're exposed to, to the blue light. light. So, so my thing with um, SPFs is that particularly with patients that are struggling with severe hormonal disruption that are bombarded with xenoestrogens in their daily lives and – perhaps where liver toxicity and detoxing function has been compromised. Many SPFs on the market are probably one of the things that they actually should steer away from. And we're trying to get them also just Why, because <clears throat> of the zinc or titanium oxide. It's the zinc, the type of zinc that are in most products. And I'm not too sure what type of zinc you guys use in yours. And it might be something we'll have to revisit and come back. Mm. Um, whereas we thought, you know, the world is progressing towards nanoparticles, nano use, nano supplements. Yes. Now it's actually the opposite with our zinc that non nano zinc is actually the more preferred um, zinc oxide to use in SPF. So we'll have to find out about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you can let us know, unless you know offhand. No, I'll have um, to you on yeah, that because one, yeah. that's something, um, and like I say, it's particularly with patients where they're yes. experiencing hormonal dysregulation. So, yeah. uh, a good question to ask, I think, is, is this a chemical sunscreen or is it a physical sunscreen? Oh, yes, that is a great way of, of putting it. If it's zinc and titanium oxide, it's physical. Physical. Mm. It actually forms that layer. That barrier, and the yes. downfall mm. about that for patients of color, especially your darker skinned uh, Fitzpatrick fives and sixes, mm. um, is that it can give him that gray, white light. But um, if I'm not mistaken, your sunscreen um, has a bit of a tint in it. Am yes, right? oh. it contains so. melanin, so that is what gives you that protection. And ah, then, lovely. Okay. So actually, okay. it's a biological sunscreen, yeah. not only a physical. It's a biological, so okay. a chemical sunscreen. Yeah. Okay. And so then I, I thought it was a combination. Yes, and then also again the hyaluronic acids. Yes. So we're making sure that you've got that protection, and your skin retains the moisture throughout the day. Because and how does it feel? Because that's also another thing with the sunscreen, right? Is that, that sticky? Uh-uh. No. We've not moved past that, right? Okay. This Love one it. is lovely. Yeah. So I actually want to advise parents. Mm. Um, this is an affordable very. Uh, sunscreen, very affordable, mm-hmm. very effective mm-hmm. SPF 50. 30. 30, okay. SPF 30, that you can use to teach your children how to become used to a skincare routine. Mm. So they wash their face and that's their moisturizer sunscreen all in one. And for guys who don't like faffing, um, it's a brilliant way of just 
getting everything in one go. Mm. Yeah. Quick because, one with the yeah. sunscreen. Um, and this is something that some of my friends have also shared is that they made the fatal mistake of using like the body um, on their face. On their face. On their face. <laughs> and then they, had a, they had a breakout and it's like, oh, I didn't know that you get a facial um, sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, why is there a difference? <laughs> Good question, Sam. Yeah, for the body, what I found um, is a lot of clients like it when it's a spray on because it's with easier application. But then also if you have a look at your SPF, that is generally when it tends to be a little bit more higher. Because if you look on a daily basis, we are covered with clothes. Mm. And then on a lovely sunny day, if you look at us as South Africans, we are always outdoors the bras, the pools. Mm-hmm. So then you all of a sudden expose those areas. So you do need a little bit of more coverage. So, yeah, for me, I found that it's a preference. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong in using the one for your face on the body as well. Yeah, but so I won't other, do it the other way the around. The other way yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Not the body on the, the face. The one mm-hmm. for the body on, on, on your face. If you don't have anything else, yes, by all means, please do. Mm. Um, but it's also because the skin on our, our skin is not it's same. uniform in what it looks, it looks like, like, but it's not yes. uniform mm. beneath the surface in terms of thickness, in terms of the structure of the cells. And that's the reason why you can look at your hands, your palms. They don't look the same as the top of your hands. Mm. So your skin on your face, your neck yeah, the um, is different. Is different mm. And that's why different ingredients have been used to formulate an SPF for your face versus your body. But, yeah, as Mark said, you can use – I use an SPF for my face on my, my body, body. Mm. which is expensive. <laughs> But my skin just prefers it um, because of some of these ingredients, especially if you've got a sensitive skin or you suffer from Mm -hmm. eczema or something throughout, you know, on your body. Um, But what I was going to ask you is, um, again, this is sun exposure, the conversation that we have. My face is really the only place that I use an SPF because I just don't like to get too dark on my face mm. but the rest of my body mark was laughing at me because i just yeah, got back from mauritius what? like the so. blacker the berry the sweeter the juice baby very different skin you have the most amazing mediterranean mm. olive skin you don't go dark you yeah. go Brisbane brown. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm like that as well. We're lucky. Yeah. But Annalise, for instance, which is Fitzpatrick <laughs> too, <laughs> too. Yeah. 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 Um, will not go brown. Mm-hmm. You will go, um, red. Yes. A very light mocha where you and I go caramel. Mm. But I, I wasn't always this way. When I was a kid, yes. If you see pictures of me when I was younger, I was always tanned, tan, always outside. So mm. as, as the eczema flare ups got worse and it was linked to my diet and gluten and eating dairy and things like that, which we obviously didn't know about at that mm. point in time, my tolerance to the sun changed. Mm. And then I couldn't well. swim. I couldn't go outside in the sun and I would just break out and, you know, in eczema. One of the things that actually helped me improve my tolerance to the sun was early morning exposure. Mm-hmm. So six o'clock or six thirty when the sun rises, sitting out in that sun, you can barely feel it as sunshine. And then half an hour before the sun sets, getting that exposure, mm-hmm. which we are starting to see a lot of people not doing. We've become scared of the sun and with caution we should be. Exactly. Especially during the summer. Especially yes. during summer, <laughs> especially during midday, especially if you haven't developed that natural sun callus. Mm-hmm. 
from exposure. So I think it's important that people remember that. And then, yeah, ladies or, or gents, protect your face because the skin there is so different. Yeah. Um, face, neck, hands. Yep. yep. Good one. Yeah. Um, I, I think if you do not apply sunscreen to your to hands, hands on a daily basis, you know what? That's where we'll see aging mm. first. Mm. No, because that's one of the areas, sorry, Doc, that we tend to neglect. Because yes. you don't think while you're driving, your hands yeah, are yeah, constantly yeah. exposed to the to sun. The sun. Yeah. So after moisturizer, our SPF, and then is it different moisturizer at night and day? You can use the same one same. morning and so evening. So I think the replenishing moisturizer is brilliant for morning and, and night time. Mm-hmm. I think in winter for older skin, uh, I would, uh, if you can afford more than one moisturizer, um, I would use the normal replenishing during the day. Yeah. With my sunscreen on top of that and maybe the intense at night time. Do you agree? I agree. But now we get to the thing that makes this range exceptional. And this is the plugins that Mm -hmm. you have. This is the serums. Now, for me, um, the nicest product in that whole range was the vitamin Vitamin C C serum. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It was just like silk uh, that you put on yeah, your that skin. Is, true, is that actually. formulation still the same? It's the same. So we've got an amazing micro-encapsulated vitamin C. So everybody always asks if they see competitors, for example, that displays the percentage. What makes us different yeah. is the fact of because it's been encapsulated, uh, you've got that slow release, the bioavailability. So it's not something that you apply and then wham, bam, it's over and done with. So it's continuous. I, I, mm. I like what you've just said because vitamin C is an antioxidant. Mm-hmm. The moment that it's exposed to oxygen, it starts degrading. And one of the lovely things that I uh, like about the solar range is it comes in an airless pump. Mm. Um, so you don't have oxidation as the product stands in your in your bathroom cupboard. Um but because it's encapsulated and it's a specific vitamin C ester, and I can't remember which one. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah. It's not just vitamin C. It's a, it's it's special, a buffered form or yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, okay. Which, which so can I pump it, it onto my tongue? <laughs> well. I don't think you're going to have such a nice taste. <laughs> well, that's the question. Technically, if it tasted horrible, but could I eat it? Is it con? You know, no. Oh no, no. <laughs> no You know, I asked the question. A good stuff. skincare range might taste horrible if you eat it, but you technically, theoretically, on paper, should be able to. That's mm. why I'm asking. Yes, I get that because it should. So I'm not going to go. Kind of organic. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to see be me anything. in my bathroom. Like, okay. Although I would probably be that person. You would be that person. I know you will be that. Person. But I, yeah, in theory. And again, this is from a gut perspective, from someone that is struggling. I always like to get the body to a place where it can handle toxins Mm. a little bit better because we don't live in a completely toxin-free world. But when someone is struggling, I like to say, listen, let's start you out on a range that I know in theory and on paper, these ingredients could be digested on your skin or in your intestines. This, absolutely. Do you get what I, I mean? I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, because yeah. your skin is going to absorb these, yeah. these products in lesser quantities. Yes. 
but if if you are intolerant to them, yes, you will get a reaction, Action, not only in the yeah. skin, but systemic. Mm, mm. Okay. So the vitamin C serum, I love using it during the day when I'm going to be exposed to the sun. So um, for me, I, um, I play a lot of sport. I'm in the sun the whole time. So I would wash my face. Then I apply my vitamin C mm-hmm. serum. And then I don't apply moisturizer. I apply my sunscreen on top of that. Okay. And when I come home at nighttime, I wash all the dust and stuff off. And then I apply uh, my vitamin C serum again because it's a serum that absorbs. Mm-hmm. And it's an antioxidant. So it helps repair the damage that I was mm-hmm. going through. And then I moisturize on top of that. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm 72 and look like I'm 40. <laughs> The thing with um, serums, are they more active ingredients? What, like, what is the dif- the true differentiating differentiating factor? Is it just the ingredients? So, if you look at your serums, yeah. they are your add-ons that are specifically focusing on a concern that you have. So we always, if I can put it in layman's term, it's like a treatment within it your home care routine. It's a targeted yes. treatment. I mm. agree with you 100%. Is it the thing that's going to – so the reason why I'm asking the question is when should people – because the question we asked earlier is how do I know something's a good range or a good brand? Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it after three months of using it, two weeks of using it, a couple of days of using it that they should feel a difference? And then will they only feel a difference if they add in a serum? Like, will it, will it be like, yes, this range works for mm. me? Because I know about the basics. That's just, it's almost mm-hmm. like we eat breakfast, we eat dinner, we eat lunch type of a thing, right? Mm. But we start feeling better and now we have mental clarity when we start fine tuning that. Exactly. Is that what the serums exactly. are doing for people? It's almost like, sorry to interrupt. No, it's no, like no. when you, when you exercise. Yeah. And you've got that stress relief and releasing the toxins. It's the, exactly the same like your serums will do. It literally helps to boost your skin's results. Okay. So if someone has been using the range and maybe they feel like they're not sure if they're going to stick with it, could it be because they haven't added, added a, a, a serum, serum in? Or the correct serum. What yes. we need to understand is the skin and its requirements changes on yes. a continuous mm-hmm. basis. basis. Mm. It changes with our seasons. It changes with age. It changes with diet, physical activity, etc., mm. etc. Mm. Um, so I've known people that stick to, I use this every single day in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what, initially they get good results, but then they start seeing uh, like a my, skin is, my skin is changing. Mm. And that's the norm. It's normal. It's mm. normal for your skin to yeah. change, um, especially for us that live here on the high felt. Mm. Um, you know what? We've had a very wet summer, summer. Mm. Um, and it was humid a lot. So it, it was more humid than it usually is. Yeah. So for people with oily skin, they would have had a bit of a problem. Mm. Um, for people with dry skin, they would have felt relief. Mm. Uh, but we are heading towards our autumn. Haven't we started autumn? We have. You can feel it. You in can the feel air. it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, autumn starts in March. March. Eh? Yeah, March. Okay, so we, in autumn, in two months' time, we're going to be smack bam in the winter. middle of winter. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be dry. So. Your skin's needs will change, and, and therefore, you, yeah. you will either change um, 
your serum, which yes. is the easiest thing to do. Yes, okay. Um, because it's an add-in. And do they change through autumn? Or, like, do they gradually change or do they – because you, your skin's also got to get accustomed exactly. to that change, right? Okay, so you would buy a different serum now for autumn, winter mm. and start incorporating that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what I use, for instance, in, in, in my routine, I use a lot of retinol. Okay. Um, well, this is also a TikTok trend. Have you seen yes. people and add in, um, say the word – Renova. People need to understand that tretinone is a very high concentration of vitamin A and it's a prescription product because if you use it incorrectly. People um, are adding it to their body moisturizers in the tube by the tube amount. Um, women should just remember that if they use any form of vitamin A, they can't fall pregnant, you'll get a little quasimoto baby. So um, high doses of vitamin mm. A. Yeah, yeah. So it's a um, it's a teratogenic compound. So um, you can't use retinol in any form while you're pregnant. Um, and this or is why I wanted to, to fall mention it as a a trend, a social media trend, which some brought up is that we see these things: mm-hmm. gua sha, you know, icing your face, which is great. Do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tretinoin is—I've seen that people adding it in—and this is where you have to. Again, tretinoin, mm. tretinoin is uh, in South Africa. In any case, it's a Schedule Five prescription yeah. medication. It's yeah. Roaccutane in mm. um, topical form. And form. The ones that you have is uh, Retacnel, Renova, yes, um, Retin A cream, zero point zero five, maybe a one percent. But you so know, so the it, difference between that and. Your vitamin A retinol serums, for example, maybe just share with people so that they know the difference. So when we spoke in the previous uh, show about um, what's the difference between a cosmetic and a cosmeceutical uh, is the concentration of active ingredients like a vitamin A Mm. in a cosmeceutical is not high enough. To create a serious problem. But mm. the moment that you move over to cosmeceutical, not only does the quality and the concentration mm. of the active ingredients climb rapidly, mm-hmm. but if you don't use it correctly, correctly. you can create mm. a, a reaction. And usually this is an inflammatory kind of reaction. Yeah, and this is not an allergic reaction. An ugly reaction. Yes. If you've ever yeah. had a retinal reaction on your skin, um, you know what, you'll know about it. Yeah. First, it's very uncomfortable, mm, yeah. it burns. Mm, yeah. And if you overuse it, you can actually get a complete split from your epidermis and your dermis, yes. uh, yeah. where the skin literally just slides off. Yeah. And it causes um, so much, it creates a burden on your liver, mm. on your detox organs, your skin obviously being mm. one of them, but your liver and your kidneys as well, trying to... to um, detox. Okay. Yeah. And Elisa, so what serums do we have in the Solal range? Right. So apart from the vitamin C, mm-hmm. we also have our hydration serum, which is stunning. Seeing that we're now going into the winter, colder months. Colder months. <laughs> so definitely again to top up on that hydration effect. So you've got amazing. I, I take it that it has a lot of hyaluronic acid. So again, your hyaluronic acid, yeah. you've got carrageenan, which also helps to retain the moisture. Um, What's the other one? 
bisaccharide, I always get tongue twisted <laughs> down on it. So again, you've got ingredients that helps to keep the barrier intact and again, to help retain the moisture. So it's again, continuously being released so that you've got that lovely cushioning effect of your skin. That Could you use less. two of your serums at the same time? Yes, you okay. can layer them depending on your condition of yeah. your skin. And it doesn't matter which one goes first or? Mm, you know what, usually you want to put the one with the smallest molecules first. first. So the lighter one, petri- okay, makes sense. And I think you asked earlier what's the difference between a serum and a cream. A serum penetration is is easier mm, than yes. in a cream. A cream will almost give you more of a barrier function, mm. whereas serum, because the molecules are smaller, um, it penetrates further. a little bit deeper and quicker. Yeah. So a serum shouldn't leave a residue mm-hmm. on your skin. So if someone's if feeling dehydrated and wants to use the hydrating serum but also feels that they want the antioxidant power of the vitamin C, they could use – would they use it – Different times of the day, or they just put whichever one is lighter first, then over. I would uh, use them at different times yes. of the day. Okay, I would suggest the same because sometimes clients do, as I call call it, become like chameleons on smarty boxes. <laughs> they're like, oh, but I don't know which one comes yes. first and yeah. when to use it. So I always say for daytime, if your concern is where you feel a little bit dehydrated and you want your skin to feel comfortable you might want to add your hydration. Mm. Then for nighttime, if you want to add that antioxidant effects mm. to combat the effects that your skin was exposed to during the daytime, then you would add your vitamin C. And I ask this because I've seen, I'm sure you've seen it as well, people can experience a lot of wastage. They, they yeah. maybe save up the money or put the money aside because they want to have good skin and then because they don't know how to, to use, use their it. skincare. Mm. They use too much, they use... Or you open the cupboard and there's... (laughs) It it looks like a pharmacy with little bottles everywhere. Yeah, and then basically throwing your money down the drain because you haven't, you know, executed and using the the, the products Mm. in the the right steps. So um, it was interesting, Annelise, what you just said, is that you said that um, when someone feels a little bit dehydrated, they will go for their moisture, uh, moisturizing serum in the morning and then put the moisturizer and sunscreen on top of that. Mm. Um, it, it really depends mm. on, on your activity mm. that you're going to do. If you're going to be outside, um, you know what, you want to protect the skin as well as giving the anti um, oxidant mm. And that, therefore, the when I, in the morning, when I'm yes. outside for mm. the whole day, I add my vitamin, vitamin C, C, so yeah. I have my vitamin C, which is long and slow release, mm. combating this free radicals that I get mm. from the UV because no matter how good a sunscreen is, you're still going to get a little bit of, of exposure. UV exposure. Mm. Uh, you might not burn, yeah. but there's still, and then I, you know, that's why I layer. And mm. then at nighttime, mm. because I've been in the sun, I want to replenish yeah. and fight the oxidative. So, you know what, I would combine them yeah. often. Yeah. Um, so, yes, okay. absolutely you can mm. combine them. Okay. okay, so we have the two. We have vitamin C, a hydrating serum, which are the other ones? And then we've got a revitalizing. So that is also stunning, specifically for clients that do have a concern with regards to a bit of pigmentation. Okay. That, again, wants to lighten the pigmentation and, again, Active increase. ingredient in that? So in there, we've got niacinamide. Mm. So very stunning to help combat. Also become very popular. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. So yeah. for that um, discoloration effect, yes. again, the big focus is the hyaluronic acid. And then you've got your added antioxidants and peptides to still work on the collagen synthesis and elastic. Because I hear someone like Sim saying, I want all three. <laughs> I want hydration. I want to be revitalized. And I want whatever that vitamin C thing is. Hey, <laughs> does it does it contain any of your albutins, your licorice, or any of those in that serum specifically or not? Is licorice something we're using a lot in skincare? Yeah. yeah. Is charcoal really? still a thing as well? Yeah. Is charcoal. Okay. It's, I. I actually love a charcoal cleanser, I have to be honest. And a charcoal mask is mm. lovely. Yeah. Also about masks, um on, on I have so a mask, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that mask. Um, I've never used that mask. That was the one that you used as an exfoliant and then you went your fingers and then it turned into a mask. What causes that? How does it exfoliate without that um, severe abrasive exfoliation? So we've got… It's um, a chemical exfoliant, right? A chemical and a mechanical one. Ah. So you get two benefits once again in one. So you've got your microfine xylite crystals that provides that mechanical exfoliation. Your papain, so your papaya enzymes, oh, okay. which is stunning and again anti-inflammatory. You've got bisabolol that again focuses on anti-inflammatory effects. Your caholin that also has a bit of a self-heating effect and that also helps to draw out. Oh the yes, I remember that. Mm. Um, you put it on at the moment, but you you wet it; it actually gets warm. Yeah, yeah, it was lovely. Oh, I've never tried that. No, it's, it's, it's it, stunning. It, it, it's really it's. I because it came in a pot. Ooh. It still does. Does it still mm-hmm. come in the mm-hmm. pot? Annalise, um, you have to send us some to use. Um, you know what? Uh, it was. Oh, it sounds amazing. You put it onto dry skin. Yeah. And you it gently exfoliate. Ah, and okay. then you wet your fingers. And then um, literally just your fingertips. And that. I like the ceremony of this. <laughs> no, it's, it's lovely. So and so it's it's you go over your face and that granules, that very fine granules turns into a milk mask. Oh, mm. yeah. I, I mean, hus- husband knows this. when I have my, my Sunday ritual, <laughs> like just leave me for a good two hours. Yeah. Hair, yeah. face. So this sounds like it's something, yeah, that yeah. you have no, a ceremony uh, with yourself. Yeah. Very. So specifically, if you want to take in that, me time. Yes. Focus on your skincare yes. routine. Yeah. That is definitely one to add. Yeah. And I know it sounds corny, but actually a few people have shared with me that they like doing this. I ask them to do the, like the ritual on a day as part of their mental health, mm. sort of mental well-being mm. thing. Mm. When you're sloughing off the dead skin, think about who are the dead skin cells in your life? <laughs> no, I love that. Do you know what I mean? Think of the things in your life that you want to get rid of. It's, it's one thing a week that you just have to just apply your mind to and not make it this big thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you're putting on that mask and you're getting rid of all those dead skin cells, what are, what are the other things in your life that you want to shed off? You know? Exactly. Mm. Uh, another great combination for patients with pigmentation mm. is to use your revitalizing serum in conjunction with a vitamin C, C? serum. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, brightening. Very, Definitely. very, very bright. Okay. Um, and then absolutely no negotiable, non-negotiable your is to SPF. use your sunscreen okay. on top of that. Okay. Otherwise, you just create more problems. Okay. Mm. So we've done cleanser to moisturize. two moisturizers. 
three serums. We talked about the SPF. SPF is eight. Mask and seven. exfoliator. Oh, seven One, so two. then we've got the exfoliating mask. mask. So that's eight. And I love your eye cream. Yes. <laughs> that eye serum is also one of my top five um, products. That so I do we, do we really eye need eye serums? If I can give yes, my honest opinion, I would say yes. Okay. Specifically, if you do have a little bit of that crow's feet effect, okay. you want to treat the fine lines and wrinkles around the eyes, then yes, most definitely. And is it again because the skin around the eye, even on the face, is different, different. to the rest of the face? Yes. Okay. If you have a good product range, mm. and I'm going to say, if you, for instance, if you don't have another six or seven hundred rand, um, and eye creams go up to four thousand rand, yes, sure, yeah. eye creams alone, yes, yeah. baby, yeah, 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 yeah. yes. If you go and look at, um, but if you don't have an extra six or seven hundred rand to buy an eye cream, yeah, in the solar range. That replenishing moisturizer is phenomenal. So could you be using some products from other ranges? Is is it interchangeable or not really? Or if someone is saying, okay, I'm going to slowly start integrating a more expensive range, what would you say they start doing from or using from the Solal range? Because an eye cream, yeah, many – and also mm. would you recommend they start with a serum first, then add in an eye cream? Is it an age-dependent thing? I, uh, in my opinion, um, if and I like combining mm. different skincare ranges, ranges with one another. Okay. Again, when you initiate, you need to wash your face. You need to cleanse. And yes. if I can just stop there for a single second. Sampiwe, <laughs> how do you cleanse your face? Do you cleanse your face when you come back from a night out? <laughs> yes. Because I did well, that nonsense when I was um, younger. I have a, a, a cleansing thing, okay. right? Because uh, usually when I go out, then I'll put makeup on. And then it's just like you put that on and you on a um, cotton thing. Yes. And then you kind of wipe off that. And that's the, well, there's the makeup remover, but there's also like the cleanser that I have. Yeah. And that's basically it. Okay. So do you double cleanse? No. You want to What is that? Do yourself a favor. Okay. Wash your face mm-hmm. and then take a cotton pad mm-hmm. with, oh. um, and here I'm going to say take some, um, some toner. Okay. And wipe your face again and look at your cotton pad. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see that it's filthy. So at night time, we double clean. So for women mm. who's wearing uh, makeup, makeup yeah. especially with a concealer or a base, mm-hmm. you wipe it up, off with a makeup wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? The ones that I love is the Cetaphil wipe. Ah. Um, Cetaphil wipes really, really are great. I use um, micellar water. And, that would also and then work. husband looked at it and said, um, this is the worst tasting healthy water you've ever brought into this house. That's just Warren. Yeah, yeah, Warren the whole thing. So um, yes, you, so you I, first I, take it off with a makeup yes. um, yeah. cleanser or and remover. then you wash and you rinse and then you wash again. So there's actually a very specific way in which you wash. Similar to how you're supposed to wash your hands. No. 
Black hair. Not, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, like there's, there's a process in how you oh, wash I your hair. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you create the foam or the layer, mm-hmm. and you can wash the first time like you would wash your hands. Yes. And then you rinse, and then you use a minuscule drop. You, if mm-hmm. you have a good cleanser, you really do not have to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you create a film on your hands, and you put it on your skin. And you pat it and you pull it away because that um, this, the suction almost that you create between your, the your, and your hand, hand. Okay. the product and the skin pulls the excess stuff out of your pores. Hmm. And that's how you cleanse your face. A lot of people think products are expensive because I've shared some of the products mm. I use and people are like, I'm not going to spend 400 rand on a cleanse or whatever. And I'm like, guys, it lasts me three months. And if you do the math, it works out to like less than a rand a day or whatever the situation is. And if you compare that to a cheaper range, you're actually spending a lot more sometimes on a cheaper range. Exactly. Particularly when you have c- certain skincare concerns and conditions. Sometimes it really, in fact, most of the times it's worth mm-hmm. investing in a better range, even though you think, you know, it's out of your price point. Yeah, that's exactly I'm, I'm, what, sorry, Doc, but I was also about to say, yeah. it's definitely, you have to see it as a skin investment. Yes. Yeah. And a little bit, as Doc also mentioned, goes a long way. Yes, you don't have so to use it. <laughs> go and use excessive you, amounts. You, you are going to fly through your product. People apply product incorrectly. Yes. Mm. Um, when you apply any product to your skin, you put uh, one or two drops on your fingertips mm. and you pat it and then you rub it. If you're going to put something in the palm of your hand and then rub, and <laughs> rub your hands your together, hands 90% lovely, darling. of that product <laughs> oh, is, yeah. is gone. Um, we have one product left in the range. Which one is that? So that's the hand and neck serum that we also have. Mm. So oh, that was the Fermi neck mm. serum. Oh, stop really. it. Just no, stop it, it. it's actually amazing. <laughs> really? It really yeah. is amazing. So there again, we've got the encapsulated retinol. Okay. So that makes it safe to use. Specifically, if you look at your hands with the aging process, your age spots, and to lift and firm the neck area. So, again, mm. if you want to target specific areas, mm. like your hands and your neck, you've got this beautiful hand and neck. Which you'd use what? More at night? Nighttime. Nighttime. Yeah. Nighttime. Yeah, yeah. You don't okay. use any product that contains vitamin A during the day. Because of the pigmentation. pigmentation. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, We've we've done the products. I'm going to endorse this product. Why? Because I was involved with um, Solal when this range was formulated. I would, used to be the spokesperson for this range. I still recommend it to my patients. And I'm going to uh, close the, uh, the today's program with um, – Something that I stole from Heidi Bohula, <laughs> who um, you've met, um, who's also from Solal. And, uh, Heidi always asks, what car did you drive when you bought your first car and why did you change to a newer car? Mm. And it's about the mm. technology. Mm. Why do you pay more for a new car because of the technology? And this time I actually want to turn it around. I know the technology and the research and development that mm. went into the Solal mm. skincare range. And I don't know, Stacey, um, Annalise, have you guys sat and or drove one of the new Havals? Mm, I've yes. been in one. Yes, the, yes. New one. Yes. the new one, the top of the range Haval. Okay. So 
I drive um, an X3 BMW, a new one. Okay. And the moment that I got into that Haval, I said, oh, my God, I want this car. Why? Because it's got everything Everything. that my car has in and more at a half. Fraction of the price. Half of the price. Mm. And this is where I want to put the solar range. Oh, it's a good, yeah, Um, very good. good It is a phenomenally well-developed, efficient Range with great qualities at an incredibly affordable price mm. and it's available at retail pharmacies. Mm. Is it in, in Red Square and those kinds of stuff? No. no. Exclusive, so, to so, oh, okay. exclusive to Discam. Mm. So it's no longer in clicks. Is it still at the pick and pay? It used to be mm. at the pick and pay. So only a Discam. Mm. Okay. Uh, online? Online as well, yes. Online as well. And again, the cleanser is brilliant. Your normal day-to-day moisturizer, the replenishing moisturizer for older skin. And maybe if you live in an area where it's very dry, mm-hmm. um, the intense replenishing moisturizer, the vitamin C serum, phenomenal, the sunscreen, slightly tinted, beautiful, biological. And then you can add some of your others in, in that range, targeted treatments for pigmentation, Rejuvenation uh, and moisturization. Um, Annalise, we got to the end of the show. Thank you so much Thank you for so much. joining Not us for today. <laughs> Stace, um, welcome to the to the studio. The new studios, I love um, it. Thank it you. It really is nice. And next week we will be back talking um, with Stacey and Divya and mm. Sister Elise about mind and body detoxing. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a, <laughs> um, a, a really nice <laughs> show. So until next time, um, we wish you well. Mm. And um, just to finish off, today's Tea Health show was sponsored by Sulal. Sulal, mind, body, Sulal.